Welcome back to the Podcast Positivity Show with your host, me, Marlena G. It is that time again. It is the weekend. So it's time for our weekend message, 14 Keys to Lasting Love. It's also our kids youth show today. Stay tuned. All that coming up. good, the bad, and the ugly of the internet. There's so many good things on the internet. On our Awesome Marriage website, we have so many resources to help people have the marriage that God has designed for them. There's a wealth of information on the internet. The amount of good entertainment gives us options that we never dreamed of. Then there are the bad and the ugly. Things that can affect us and our spouse and our marriage in negative ways. So how do we embrace the good and fight the bad and the ugly? We can put filters and safeguards on our computers and mobile devices. We can share our passwords with our spouse and be completely open and transparent concerning our internet use. In other words, no secrets. We can choose to stop before we click. If you're really struggling online, you can get an accountability partner that will help you with your struggles. It really comes down to this. It's your choice. Choose the good or choose the bad and the ugly. The good honors God and your marriage. The bad and the ugly honor neither. For some of you, there's a battle going on and you need help. If you feel hopeless, I promise you there is help. First, you have a God who's ready and waiting to help you. Just ask him. Just say, I need you. He will be there in ways you never imagined. Second, there are lots and lots of resources to help you. You are not alone in this. If the internet is a problem for you, today is the day to take that first step. If the internet is not a problem for you, with God's help, keep it that way. Following that message by Dr. Kim Kimberling, our week six questions. Number one, what are the good things you think the internet brings to your marriage? Number two, what are the bad things the internet can bring into a marriage? Number three, what are some no-click places online? Number four, What boundaries can you put in place to protect your marriage from the bad things the internet can bring? Number five, what is a good balance as far as time on and off the internet? Going a bit deeper, where are each of you vulnerable online? What are you doing or what can you do to protect yourself and your marriage? Those are all very good questions. Take these questions and talk it over with your husband or wife. I actually think that uh, too much time on the internet is is, is not a really good thing. Um, If you're not doing something um, according to work or, you know, or you're researching something, I don't really think there's a reason to just hang out online. You're married. You should be investing that time into your spouse. And that is my opinion. And moving right along, we're going to go to our week six Bible verses for this topic. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. Psalms 119 and 37. That is a good one. Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Luke 12 and 2. So no matter what you stumble across on the Internet, um, God will 
if it's something that you're looking at that is um, um, not honoring your marriage or your spouse, um, God is going to reveal that. It will definitely be revealed in due time. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Take these scriptures and put them with the questions and the message and you and your husband or wife uh, talk it over and see how it best helps you in your marriage. This has been week six, which will conclude the 14 keys to lasting love message. I hope it has been a tremendous blessing to you, your wife, your husband, and I hope that your marriage has been able to be helped and grow. Um, Stay tuned. We will have a new message coming uh, next weekend. Uh, Season two is underway. So be sure to keep it locked with the podcast positivity show. Always. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I really believe I have something special to share with the world. And Anchor is helping me do that. And I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, podcast people, it's me, Marlena G of the Podcast Positivity Show. Wow, season one is almost over. I can't believe it's actually been a whole season. Well, stay tuned and keep an eye on my Facebook page because I will definitely be letting all of my listeners know when season two starts. Can't wait to tackle topics like comparison. Why do people compare themselves to others instead of being content with who they are? Stay tuned with me. I have so much in store. Season 2. Can you tell me what time it is? It's Weekend Kids Time on the Podcast Positivity Show with your host, me, Marlena G.
Harper? Just thinking. Thinking about what? About how much I'm dreading going home because I might run into my new neighbor. What's the matter? You don't like your new neighbor? No, she's great. My age, really nice. Every time I see her, she waves and says, Hi, Harper. Well, she sounds great. Why are you avoiding her? Because I forgot her name. She knows my name, but I don't know hers. Then <laughs> why don't you just ask her again? I can't just ask her her name. Sure you can. It just takes a little courage. Why don't you go home now and try again? Uh, no. I'm not going home until I remember her name. Why does every fight have such a strict schedule? You always hear, you, me, bus stop, three o'clock. You never hear, you, me, bus stop, three-ish, if the weather's nice. That's a good point. And I know we want to teach this Mason kid about courage, but it sounds like he already has the courage to fight. He just wants tips on how to win. But is fighting the right thing to do? I don't know. But God does. <gasps> That's the point. God gives me courage to do what's right. <laughs> That's great. If I ask God, he shows me the right thing to do, and God gives me courage to do what's right. But you know, if fighting were the right thing to do, I could give Mason the tips he needs. Oh, really? Yeah. I've seen, like, every kung fu movie ever, and those guys are tough. All he needs is a little brawn. Brawn? Yeah. Muscle. Strength. 20 push-ups in the morning, 10 pull-ups at night, high-protein diet to build muscle fast. I'll have him fighting ready in a week. That's not what Mason needs, Mike. All he needs is brains. What? All it takes is a basic understanding of physics and geometry, leverage, force, and angular momentum. Those are the tools Mason needs. <laughs> brains never beats Brock. I can draw up some pretty compelling diagrams to prove otherwise. Oh, yeah? Well... I can draw up my own propelling diagrams that prove otherwise. Otherwise. Let's see whose method is best. You, me, observatory, one o'clock. Actually, can we do, like, a little earlier? I'm always a little sluggish after pizza. Uh, 11.30? Perfect. I'll see you then. You're going down. After you. Thank you. You're welcome. Abigail, but it wasn't Abigail. Hey, Harper, I was hoping... <sighs> what is this? It's my wall of names. Since I can't remember my neighbors, I figured, why not just write all the names that aren't hers, and soon enough, I'll be left with the correct one. Uh, Harper, this idea seems a little out there. Angela! Angela? It definitely wasn't Angela. Ray, I need a better memory. You don't need a better memory. You just need a little courage. Courage to ask someone their name? It's such a little thing. Why does it even matter? Because God doesn't just want us to have courage in the big things. He also wants us to have courage in the small, everyday things. Let me teach you this Bible verse. It comes from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Say it with me like this. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong. Be courageous, be strong. So, courage not only connects to our strength, but also our faith in Jesus? Yes, be strong in your walk with Jesus, and then you'll have the courage to do anything, when it's big or when it's little. I guess I do know the right thing to do. Now, I just need faith. To trust God will give me courage to do it.
Coefficient, kinetic energy, and friction. Hey, Addison, how's it going? Uh, it's great. I'm making progress. Can I see? Uh, yeah. Well, this all looks very impressive, but it doesn't look like the Bible link. What Bible link? You remember, I asked you to find the Bible link for Mason. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, so I was thinking of the, uh... The story of David and Goliath. That sounds good. Yeah, the ultimate story of brains versus brawn. What? David and Goliath isn't about brain versus brawn. It's the story of David and how he had the courage to do what was right, even when no one else did. Oh. Are you sure? <laughs> Come on. Watch this. This is the story. trying to watch the real men fight. Now, go on home. What have I done now? I was only asking a question. King Saul wants to see you! Don't you worry about this Philistine. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous. You can't beat him. You're just a boy, and he spent his whole life training to be a soldier. I've spent my whole life training, too. When wild animals came and attacked my father's sheep, I take my club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. I've killed a lion and a bear, and I'll kill this ugly Philistine who dares to insult our God. The Lord who rescued me from the lion and the bear will rescue me today, too. All right, go ahead. 
May the Lord be with you. But wear my armor. I can't wear these. I'm not used to them. God will protect me. David walked to the creek and picked up five smooth stones. Armed with only his staff and sling, he went to face Goliath. You come at me with a stick? <laughs> you come at me with a sword and spear? I come at you in the name of the Lord of the Heaven's armies, who you have insulted. I'm going to kill you and cut off your head. Everyone gathered here will know that the Lord rescues his people. David's small stone hit Goliath smack between the eyes. This is the Lord's battle, and he always wins. You see, Goliath bullied God's people, and they were too afraid to send someone to fight. But David had the courage. Yes, and even though he was young, he could not let Goliath continue to speak against God. Because he had faith in God's power. He was the only one who had the courage to fight. And God's power won. Yes, but it's not just about the fight. He had the courage to do what was right. Now, in his story, they were in war, so he had to fight. But sometimes, the right answer is to just walk away. We have to seek God, and he'll show us what to do and give us the courage to do it. on the brains versus brawn stuff when we were supposed to be helping Mason. You realize that too? Nope. I forgot where my diagrams are. <laughs> Mike. But you're right. And I'm glad you had the courage to speak up and do what was right. Thanks, Mike. Lacey! Lacey! <laughs> Hi, Harper. Lacey! Uh-oh. So first you forget your neighbor's name, and now you've forgotten my name? Ray, her name is Lacey! Oh, okay. You remembered it. No, God gave me the courage to go to her and ask her her name. Harper, I am so proud of you. Thanks, Ray. I'm proud of me, too. I put aside my embarrassment and stubbornness, and I asked God for the courage to do the right thing. And he gave it to me. And now I have a new friend. And her name is again? Lacey. <laughs> Do a jab, jab, uppercut. Maybe not. Hey, hey, look. It looks like we got a uh, transmission from Connect HQ. Thank goodness. Hi, I'm Medicine. Thanks for your question. I know you wanted tips on fighting, but we found something better. The Bible tells us this in the book of 1 Corinthians. Say it with me, like this. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Even when we're afraid, even when people disagree with us, or make fun of us. Courage is about doing what's right, even though everyone else is doing what's wrong. When Goliath was bullying them, God's people were too afraid to fight. David was the only one who saw what was going on, and had the courage to stand up to Goliath. Even when others tried to talk David out of doing what was right, he had faith in God's power. David had the courage to fight for God. Sometimes, being courageous means not fighting. Today, Mike and I almost fought each other. On paper, at least, to prove who had the better fighting method. It took courage to set aside our disagreement and move forward. 
and Harper showed courage when she set aside her embarrassment and went and asked her neighbor's name. Real courage isn't about physical strength or being super smart. It's about trusting God. Trust that God is bigger than any challenge. Remember, God gives me courage to do what's right. We just have to ask Him. So, I don't have any fighting tips other than to seek God. Ask Him to give you the courage to see what's right. And to give you the courage to do it. And remember, Connect HQ is here to help you. Wow. You've given me a lot to think about, Connect HQ. I need to ask God to show me what to do and to give me the courage how to do it. Thanks. Do you need help praying or connecting with God on a daily basis? Abide is the world's most popular Christian meditation app, giving hundreds of thousands of people around the world the opportunity to embrace God through Christ-centered prayers and meditation. Download in your app store. Hey kids, I hope you enjoyed that message today, and I hope it gave you some answers to maybe a problem that you've had recently. Parents, I thank you so much for joining me with your kiddo. Same time next weekend. But remember kids, 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Until next time. Listen to the Podcast Positivity Show on Radio Public. It's free, easy to use, and helps listeners like you find and support shows like mine. When you listen to my show on Radio Public, everyone benefits. How, you ask? Because Radio Public rewards podcasters with the paid listeners rate. And for you, the listener, it's free to listen with no hidden fees or charges or credit card signups needed. Listen on iOS and Android.